Hello. So today I'm going to be talking about this full moon in Gemini, which is happening at 12, 12 Eastern time of the 12th day of the 12th month of the 12th universal year. I'll get back to that in a second. It's happening at 19 degrees and it is the last full moon of 2020 and it's the last full moon of the decade. So next month in January we will have a full moon in the sign of Cancer and that will begin the whole uh, cycle, decade cycle ahead. So back to the 1212 which reduces to 3 in numerology which is the sign of contacts and communications and creativity and it is also the beginning of transformation. There's that line in the Bible where two or more are gathered, there go I. So this, the three is also the number of the house that Gemini rules, the, the third house, which is all about communications, contacts, it's about siblings, it's about neighbors, it's about people in our immediate realm. And it is asking us to reflect on, intellectually reflect on the year that's gone by. It's asking us to, to do a, a very non-emotional, detached look at where we've been, what our beliefs have been. And you know, Gemini is about, Mercury is the ruler of Gemini, and Gemini is purely an intellectual sign. It might even be the most disembodied of all of the signs. It is Mercury ruled, which is about the mind, and it is an air sign, which is about the intellect. And in our world, we have come to kind of privilege the intellect over our more you know animalistic lower lower self quote unquote but of course that is interesting to look at in regard to gemini because gemini is considered the lower mind opposite gemini we have sagittarius we're in sagittarius season hence the full moon and the sun and mercury are in sagittarius and they are really asking us to uh, to balance our ideas and our our thinking process with a bigger vision and to we always have to look at things in that context because in a society that values analysis and intellect and, you know, we seem to really admire people who have, you know, a great command of language and are easily able to weave an argument together, which is an impressive skill. But in our global context, you know, as we move towards this elevated section of the, of the zodiac, where we're starting to talk about these big ideas, philosophies, ideologies, we start to see how the lower mind, our analytical abilities, 
fit into this bigger picture. So the question is really, why do we believe what we believe? Do we see things in an interconnected way or do are we just uh, compartmentalizing our beliefs? And so, Gem but Gemini asks us to also have that, that balance. So we, we don't want to get too attached to our beliefs, which is a shadow of Sagittarius. We want to be able to reason our way through something whilst understanding that, you know, it is the reasoning actually comes after the desire, after the emotion. Those are the, the main drivers, our values and our and our beliefs and our worldview, those are the things that really uh, come first. And then we add the rationalizing on top of that. So it's not that it's less valuable, it's just that it has to be put into that context. So we are also having uh, some interesting connections with Venus and Pluto and... Saturn, which are all orbiting in very close degrees now. Venus will cross over Saturn and will meet up with Pluto uh, very shortly. And so we're really, we're really looking at what we value on a concrete, tangible way. But this is also Capricorn, so this is, there is a collective element to this. This is about ambition. This is about purpose. It's about commitment. And so it's a really interesting balance of energies with this G Gemini and Capricorn. Uh, they are not harmonious signs. Capricorn is all about the, the earth element. But they're sort of in this, in this aspect called uh, an in, in conjunction or quinquex. And it is an uneasy kind of balance, but it is, it also allows us to, or asks us to make adjustments so that we can accommodate energies that are really not compatible, which is something we, we kind of have to do as human beings. So we're balancing the intellect with the, our belief systems, as well as this very pragmatic Capricornian energy. And I think it's interesting as we get into, um, as we move towards uh, Capricorn season on the 21st with the solstice, we're, we're looking at the difference between Sagittarian truth, which is about moral, spiritual truth, visionary truth which ignites us on a on a spiritual level and on a you know at a higher at a higher level it asks us to to have this big vision and and sense of meaning around what it is we do it asks us to it asks us for that big why what is your big why so that's something to consider now as we head towards the end of the year. Because with Capricorn, the energy shifts and it becomes less about that 
that big wide vision then it does become about implementing and decision making and committing and those are very very different energies so this is about being uh, pragmatic and careful and measured Capricorn does not like extremes it does not like excess it does not like people to be behaving in ways that are not upstanding and that there's obviously a shadow to that as well it can be overly concerned with appearances and we want to remember that even as we take these decisions and make these plans that they're based on our perception of where we are now which may not always be you know, we need to plan, but we rarely do our plans go the way we think they will go. Rarely does form manifest in the ways that we believe it should, or that even that we desire, or any of that. So we have to remain in this space of openness. And that is not an easy thing to do, especially not when you've committed to something, committed to a path. So these are some things we want to think about as the year closes up. And I will be back to talk about this Capricorn energy, which is going to dominate next year. And with that, I leave you. Have a beautiful full moon.